Churches and synagogues in the city where people go out and sleep at night. And so people come here and they can eat and they can get medical attention and they can work on their ID and all that. And so it's a way for people to take an opportunity to get themselves on their feet. And that's why we call it the Main Chance Center.
or the main chance center. Both of those will get you to our website. And um, we advertise in all the community boards and where we can. But mostly what we do is we invite people out on the street or people who have lost their way in the city to come in uh, at no expense and get food and shelter. Right. And a lot of people who are homeless are people who come into New York City and uh, lost their money, or you know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a very varied population. A lot of people who've been living on the street, but also a lot of people who just are down on their luck for a little while. Thank you so much. Thank you for Pleasure to talk to you. Thanks a lot. the street and I sit on the advisory board for the 30th Street Men's Shelter and I've also been uh, I'm coming here to meet Brady and some of the people who want uh, run the programs here in a community connection because if organizations don't work together with the community nobody wins so I think it's all about making sure people collaborate and like I just met a wonderful artist here who said he would do an art class over at the 30th Street Men's Shelter so I'm excited I did my work I can go now <laughs> You know, I think just living in the neighborhood and, you know, you, you can't miss in New York City uh, 60,000 homeless people and they certainly are not invisible. None of us are invisible. And to be honest with you, we were having some issues in the neighborhood, separate and apart from the shelter, but some criminal activity that was using the shelter resources, and so we figured out how to make this all work, right? So we work together, and things are really not that complicated once we communicate, right? And we're all on the same page, simple, simple stuff. So all good, and I've certainly come to know that the team here works very, very hard and does good work, getting people back on their feet, so very exciting.
brought you to that? Well, uh, as a kid in elementary school, when I should have been learning something, <laughs> I sat in the back of the class with a friend of mine, and I remember his name. His name was Gregory Franklin, if you're out there somewhere. Uh, we would sit in the back of the class and make comic books and draw pictures. Fast forward 20 years, 30 years, I was uh, working in the department, at the department of something I always wanted to do, which was paint. So I had my sister, my sister called my sister and had her come to the house and she took me to the art store and I've been painting everything. Alright, alright. Now when you get your train, because this is... Kind of eclectic. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I, I may get it from a uh, a word, uh, Sometimes this image just pops into my head. A lot of my work is what they may call Afrocentric and personistic type stuff. But what happens is I'll, I'll get an image in my head. And I'll take it from there. Sometimes I don't get an image in my head. Sometimes I get something totally opposite of what I think. But for the most part, whatever pops into my head, you know, it can be a word, it can be an event, it can be a color. Yeah. It can be from reading something, from listening to music. Uh, I guess I get inspiration from uh, all over the place. And as a result, that's why I, I don't have one form, because I like to do paintings, I like to do collages, I like to do sculptures. What it is, I get, I get bored with doing one thing, so I want to go try to do something else. Right now I'm on trying to do um, a portrait. No, not someone, every now and then it's someone in particular, but most of the time it's just a, a face that's in my head. Okay. So I've been working with that. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, as, as you see. I see. I mean, that, how did you, that was your inspiration? What inspired you to do that? Because that's, that's you. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. Uh, that piece is called Spirit. It's a, it's a, it's a uh, African in the field. And what, where I, well, I got that inspiration from the watching National Geographic and the colors. That tree that's in the back. My sister told me the name of the tree. I can't remember that. But I, um, I said, I'm going to paint a picture. I'm going to paint that, that picture that I see, that scene, and I can place that African inside of it, which is spirit. The name of the piece is spirit. So it, it accompanies the spirit of the African. Which will be our application, whether you want to realize it. And actually, the population on the planet, we're all Africans. That's, we all, that's what we all came from. Yeah. I mean, some people might have issues. Yeah. And if they do, they do. But people who know history, yeah. and people who know anthropology, and people who know the, 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 the human experience, they know. Okay. Now, you went to what did you study in school? Uh, I first went to school in. Uh, Tennessee. A friend of mine, he's supposed to come up with a parade where you are. But we went to school in Tennessee, we broke our scholarship. Tennessee Tech. And uh, 76, 77. We, got, we, we broke our home. We <laughs> came back to New York. Why did I do that? You know, at 19, you think you know everything. 
thing I realized at 19, I don't know it. I did know it. So I worked for a year and hard job, and I realized I didn't want to do this for the rest of my life. So I applied to uh, Howard University. They didn't accept me. I got that. We regret to inform you that. I got that one too. Okay. <laughs> hey, it was their law. Oh, thank you. And then I also applied to uh, Delphi University, and they accepted me. And I, in 1978, I started going to school at Delphi. And what was your major? I majored in communication. I initially was in uh, business, and I was in a class, and I didn't know what was going on. And a friend of mine, Cooper, that's his name, he said, you want to graduate? I said, yeah. He said, I think you better change your major. <laughs> So I majored in uh, radio and television production. And actually, upon my graduating uh, in 82, I did work in communications. I was a sound man. I was a cameraman. I was a production assistant. I worked on various commercials and feature films. And I was all freelance. Freelance until benefit. So, and you weren't in the union either. And I wasn't in the union. Even though I worked in union people. I wasn't in the union. So I made my little $50 a day, working 16 to 18 hours a day. But I loved it. But um, I needed something a little bit more stable with some benefits. So I took the, the test for the Department of Corrections. And I was hired in 1989. And I retired from there. I'll be 60 years old. You might. I tell you that, if I, if I cut my hair off, I can get away with it. You, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. God is good. Think of me. I, I've had my peaks and valleys, but I have more peaks than I have valleys. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yes. Now, how often do you do these shows? Well, actually, this is my third show for the month of February. Black History Month, you know, we're hot in Black History Month. I can get a job, <laughs> a couple of dollars here there, just to repurpose what I already put out. But uh, what was the question? That's it, how often? Oh, how often? Well, I do at least, I would say on an average three a year, I would like to do more. But I also, you know, work a little part-time gig, and I have a 14-year-old daughter that I definitely have to spend time with. Oh, yeah. Because she's got to Oh, yeah, you better. You know, she's got her eyes wandering. So I got to keep up focused. Yeah. As a matter of fact, because we just did a show last week up in uh, Upstate, up in Beacon. I mean, that's an annual show that I do every year. I've done it for about 12 years now. So when she was five, she started doing the shows with me. So we had all of the...
She's right into everything. She writes her own song. So all that came from Dad. Okay, I, I try yeah. to take credit for you. And I'm sure the other side don't have something else to say about Oh, yeah. Everything else is a mama. But Dad got a little something, something. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. That would be working so amazing. So, he was oil painting. Well, he's not willing. I started out with oil when I was patient. I was instant gratification. It all takes so long to dry. So I said, let me try a quilt. And I've been working with a quilt since, what, 98? Okay. Wow. So, the first piece that you ever sold, what was that feel like? Oh, the first piece I sold, it was uh, abstract, Afrocentric, uh, red, black, and green, yellow, orange. And I sold that piece, and I was elated. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I can do this. I I appreciate what I'm doing. And uh, and that was 12 years ago. So I'm not, believe me, I'm not getting rich doing this. But I I love it. Yeah, I'm not. Actually, when I when I worked in the Department of Corrections, I was hired here on on Rikers Island. Oh, really? You were Rikers? Yeah, I was at Rikers Island for... uh, I'm happy. I'm happy because I ain't here no more. (laughs) (laughs) I did 25 years. Well, actually, I did 16 years there. And then I finally got a transfer, and I worked at the Bronx, the Bronx for nine years. And then they said, well, Mr. Alloy, you can leave. I ran. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a track star. It all came back to me. I ran out of that place. That, that's my story. And we're here today, and, and I have a nice little turnout. And I have some guys that I used to run against when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, remember we were like 100 pounds and, and no stomach? Look at us now, but we're still here, though. Uh-huh. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. I was a young one when you guys were running. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I remember him, and I don't remember him. I remember all these guys. Did you so? I lost a lot of brain cells, and some of them got to bring me up to speed. But it kicks in. A lot of men, you usually have a lot of women at these shows. Well, they knew they were men going to be in the movie with the ladies. Yeah. Ladies, you're missing out. Yeah, yeah, we got how many more hours? Well, we got like two more hours of this. Is that class? All right. Yeah. Where can people find you? Well, I, I usually post stuff on Facebook. So if you if, if you go to my page, get it out more and friend me. And you'll see whenever I have an event. Or you can call me. Okay. You know. His number is 347-837-5597. That's me. And it's outlawed, outlawed, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Minimal feet. <laughs> 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 
I said that to somebody else. They, they literally thought they could just pick it up and walk. No, no. Okay. Uh, this, this Okay. Yeah, I'm good, and I thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thanks okay. for coming. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm glad I did. I'm glad you did too. It's good to be in your schedule. Yes. Yes. And look, look for me, people who really want to offer. Definitely, I'll friend you. Yes. That's what they call it. Yeah. Well, you got a teenager and you don't know the term. Well, believe me, when I need her, I call her. <laughs> yeah, press this button here. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you sure? Yeah, perfect, Dad. It's okay. Now, I'm a 70s baby. Dad. Okay. Yeah, I give it a program. Yeah, okay. Yeah, teenage guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch it now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you. I don't want to wait out. Thank out. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone. That was Mr. Richard Allard. So grateful to have you. Thank you. We have no idea what a wonderful talented man is. Well, thank you. I'm not just a pretty face out here. That's right. All right. Okay, thank you. I would buy like odd pieces. 
and then my brother um, introduced me to Charles Biss. And once he introduced me to Charles Biss, and every now and then he would come, bring up another opportunity to so and so. So I saw connection, 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 and I just got sick. And I just love collecting, and uh, I like special rare pieces. So I don't do much drawing right now, but I um, I will be missing all that. I just I just love uh, I don't know what else to say. I can talk all day. I just love mainly rare Right, it's from, you know, I'm starting, I met Charles Biff 
I met Jenny Jimmock, and I met Upjohn. So I want what I'm going to start doing now is reading that book. You know, but I'm so sure uh, I'm fighting for the that. And, um, and I know that I need to get a little more deep into it, and that's why I really and I'm planning to retire in another year. So I'll retire. I'll retire. Not the Yeah, not the lift. It's a big deal. It's my brother. He really got me back started. Right there? Yeah, he's going to. I don't think he has. He's going to do an interview. He's like me. I have a Okay. Great. But it's really good. And. Oh, okay.
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.